Today's episode of Primo's Playlist is sponsored by Anchor. Stay tuned to find out more. Hello everyone, and welcome to episode 6 of Primem's Playlist Season 2. My name is Prim, and just like last week, I'll be analyzing 5 underrated K-pop tunes and recommending them based on your music taste. I'm temporarily home from college for winter holidays, so say goodbye to those elevator noises and slamming doors from the last few episodes, but let's cut to the chase. Today we'll be looking at a variety of songs with cute concepts, which when you think about it is kind of like a subset of the kinds of songs we looked at last episode. Like, Akio by Barry Good from last episode would fit perfectly on this playlist, but Angie by Palo Alto wouldn't. Since not all the songs from last time work here, I think it's different enough to justify dedicating a whole episode to it. Plus, a lot of cute concept songs came out of the past couple of weeks, which barely ever happens in the underrated K-pop sphere, since these kinds of songs are so widely loved. So, I gotta jump on this chance while I can. Alright, no more waffling. Let's pull up the playlist. Song number one today is Mr. Santa by Soloist Lunch, coming in at nearly 6,000 views on Warner Music Korea. That's right, it's just past Thanksgiving and we've already got Christmas music coming in. This song starts you straight off into the chorus with an instrumental mainly centered around orchestral strings and literal jingle bells. More drums are added during the verses, adding more of a modern poppy feeling, but those strong Christmassy elements are kept throughout the track. And of course, we can't ignore Lunch herself. I honestly really love her voice in this song. It's able to be very cute without having to go super high all the time, so there's a nice amount of vocal variety in there. Plus, she blends pretty well with the caroler-like chorus of male voices joining her in the final chorus. All the lyrics on this song are English, by the way, which is a very interesting choice. I'm personally not a huge fan of the lyrics, but I think it's more of a language barrier issue than anything else. One quick note, the view count on this song is a bit inaccurate because, for whatever reason, this song keeps getting taken down and re-uploaded. In fact, it actually got taken down and re-uploaded while I was writing this segment. This part of the script, right here, yeah, it's actually replacing a part where I wrote about how there was a massive captioning error in the second verse. It's fixed in the new upload. I'm not saying Warner Music Korea is psychic, but you know, I'm not not saying that either. I don't really know how to describe it, but this song has massive twice energy. It's kind of a midway point between Knock Knock and Merry and Happy, injecting a bit of upbeat wintry cuteness into a calmer holiday track. Actually, if anything, this song specifically has big sauna energy, though I'm not really sure how to describe why. I could perfectly picture sauna singing this song, maybe even as a solo cover when I heard the little spoken bits in the song's verses. So if you like Twice, especially Twice's slower songs in their earlier eras, and especially if Sana's your bias, you'll enjoy Mr. Santa. How about song number two? Our second song today is Firework by an artist named Kim Ahyun, currently at 23k views on 1TheK. This song has such a nice jazzy vibe, frequently using rhythmic piano stings, snapping and shaken percussion, and a bit of a swung rhythm. The tempo actually picks up a bit at the chorus, essentially going double time, adding energy and keeping the song from getting dull. Of course, the main contributor to this song's cute concept is Kim Ha Hyun's voice, which is very soft, expressive, and high-pitched. Someone in the comments actually compares her voice to a higher-pitched IU, which I think hits the nail on the head. There's definitely a similar airiness in there while still not losing too much strength. 
There are other cute aspects to this song though. For example, there are some descending high chimes that sound almost glittery, if that makes sense. Honestly, this song kind of sounds like, like a cute felt craft project a kid would make. It's super cute, super soft, and super soothing. You can't help but smile when you listen to it. When thinking of other cute concept jazzy songs, the first one that came to mind was Kiss Later by Yojin of Luna. Kiss Later is admittedly much more upbeat. It more closely resembles Fireworks Chorus than it does its verses. But you can't deny that it has a similar combination of cute vocals and jazzy instruments. If you enjoy Kiss Later, I think you'll really like Firework. Song 3, please. Coming in at almost 4k views on Warner Music Korea, this is Sweetie by singer-songwriter Gunyang, also known as Just. This is the first song by a male artist on this playlist, and it's not even a full cute concept because, you know, gender roles. Anyway, this is a nice soothing track, almost like something you'd hear in a cafe. Gunyang sings relatively high notes in a soft voice, though it sounds like he's making his voice deliberately softer for this song. I haven't listened to his other work, so I don't know if that's actually the case though. Alongside his vocal line, a warm guitar plays the chords along to a calm but still funky bass line, while what sounds like a high-pitched electric piano noodles on top, and softened, quiet percussion adds rhythm and keeps it upbeat. All in all, it's something cute, light, and almost acoustic, quite a different feeling from the majority of cute concepts performed by male artists. So, it was weirdly hard to find a good match of this song. Like, it shouldn't be this hard to find cute, soft, cafe-like songs by a male artist. But even searching in specifically cafe-themed playlists, I couldn't really find much. The best I've got is a blend between Love Letter by Seventeen and Tonight by Jin. Sweetie's energy level is basically halfway between those two songs, almost like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. That's seriously the best I've got for you today. If you're a fan of either of those songs or just want a more mellow, cute concept by a male artist, check out Sweetie. Before we continue, let's hear a word from today's sponsor. Today we're sponsored by Anchor, the very same service we use to make this podcast. Let me tell you, Anchor is unrivaled in its accessibility. Anchor lets you make your own podcast from scratch, right from your computer or even your phone. You can record yourself in browser, add stock music from Anchor's own library, and even make simple edits. Or, if you prefer to record and edit in a more familiar application, Anchor also allows you to upload audio straight from your computer. Anchor can also handle some of the more intimidating aspects of podcasting for you. For example, it can automatically distribute your podcast to platforms such as Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and it can even link you up with sponsors. What's craziest about Anchor to me, though, is that it's absolutely free. All these tools, all these functions, and they don't even cost a penny. So, if you have a great idea for a podcast but don't know where to start, I'd highly recommend using Anchor. It's easy, versatile, and free. Let's get back to the playlist! Our fourth song today is So What by singer-songwriter Your Beagle, with about 2,000 views on Genie Music. If that name sounds familiar, you aren't alone. I covered one of her recent releases last episode. She's been putting out a lot of music this week. However, between this song and her other recent release, Dollar Dollar Bill, this fits more cleanly into a cute concept. We start off with Your Beagle singing over a solitary electric piano, then adding in a very interesting bass line and some drums to tie it all together. 
The chorus also adds some intentionally very artificial strings to fill out the mix, but the real stars of the instrumental are the more rhythmic elements like the piano and bass. They're composed in such a cute and playful way, bouncing around each other and sliding all over the place in terms of pitch. And of course, Your Beagle's voice is very cute too. I realize I've been talking a lot about voices this episode, but honestly, the way an artist sings is a huge factor in a song's concept or genre, especially when it comes to cute concepts. That kind of high-pitched voice is crucial to a cute concept, as, you know, that kind of voice is seen as cute. Honestly, Your Beagle rocks it in this song. Okay, this is a bit of a wild comparison, but just bear with me. So What reminds me of XOXO by EXO. Sure, XOXO is a bit slower and has more trap elements and the rhythm's a bit different, but both songs have such a strong, playful energy to them. XOXO constantly samples very unique and silly percussion samples, as well as having an interesting piano rhythm dominating much of the instrumental. Heck, it even uses synth strings to fill out the chorus. It's not the closest comparison ever, but I would argue that if you like XOXO's playful vibe, you'll probably like So What. Let's hear song number five. At eight and a half thousand views on Warner Music Korea, this is a collaboration between Park Jung Min and Ella, titled Chalto Gunghab, translating to excellent compatibility according to Google Translate, though it appears that the official English title of this song is Love So Sweet. Yes, that's right. This is a male-female duet with a soft, cute concept, which you don't actually see that often. Again, we have electric pianos, though this time they're less rhythmic and more just filling out the chords. There are still some playful rhythmic elements in this song though, primarily how it'll switch between normal and halftime tempos, as well as how it'll chop up or cut out the instrumental at certain points of the song. It still keeps you on your toes, but it maintains a more chill vibe. One choice I found really interesting was how Park Jung-min uses a lower vocal register throughout the song and even a harsher tone in the second verse. I was talking earlier about how voice types are intertwined with the song's concept, so this element of contrast leapt out at me. It's a little jarring to hear at first, especially when combined with Ella's voice and she has the perfect cute concept voice, but you get used to it after a while. Honestly, it adds a really unique element to this otherwise fairly standard love song. I'd recommend Chalta Gungam to anyone who likes Ocean View by Rafi featuring Chanyeol. While Ocean View is of course much more of a summery, islandy song, the contrast between the voices is very similar. Both Rafi and Ella have soft, high, cute voices, while Chanyeol and Park Jung Min sing with much deeper tones, where their voices are pretty different otherwise. A notable difference between the songs though is that in Ocean View, Chanyeol is a single verse like featured artist, while in Chalta Gungam, the line distribution is about equal and they sing together more often. So if you listened to Ocean View and wanted more interaction musically between Ravi and Chanyeol, take a look at Chalto Gungam. Last but not least, let's hear our sore thumb song. Our sore thumb song today is Dogebi, translating to Goblin according to lyric translator Verso, by boy group With Us, coming in at 8.5k views on Warner Music Korea. And I don't think any song yet has been more deserving of the Sore Thumb Song label. Starting off with an interesting combination of electric guitars and traditional Korean plucked instruments, the song quickly rises in energy, crashing straight into the chorus. The chorus actually combines trap elements with, I think actually dubstep, 
meshing together both a rolling hi-hat and really noisy synth elements. The instrumental calms down significantly during verses, essentially just being the percussion and traditional instruments, before building up speed into the chorus using rising synths and even, like, choral elements recorded by the group members. Really though, I think the main identifying feature of this song is the use of traditional instruments alongside modern harsh synths. It's quite an interesting contrast. Also, I have to say, I really love Elok's rap section. If I end up getting into this group, he might be my bias. So this is a song combining EDM and trap with traditional instruments, so obviously I have to recommend it to people who like Stay Witched by August D, right? I will note it doesn't lean as far into the use of traditional instruments as Stay Witched, and there are more dubstep and EDM elements in Dogebi, but I think that there's enough overlap for fans of one to enjoy the other. Also, this is definitely a more obscure comparison, but the combination of traditional elements and EDM slash dubstep specifically reminds me a lot of the songs off of Japanese singer-producer duo Garnadelia's album Kyokirambu, particularly their relatively popular release Gokuraku Jodo. Obviously, it's combining different traditional instruments in each song, I mean we're talking about completely separate countries here, but the concept is basically the same. So, if you're a fan of Augusti and or Garnadelia, I'd recommend Dogebi. And just like that, those are our 5 songs of the week plus our sore thumb song. Wow, I didn't realize just how many of these songs are from Warner Music Korea's YouTube channel. I guess I get a bit overzealous when I find a new source, huh? Honestly, I'm starting to subscribe to so many different K-pop music channels that it's getting harder and harder to narrow down the playlist to just 5 songs in one theme even with the sore thumb song in there. Some songs I sadly had to cut this week include Up and Down by children's musician Doa and Scene by female duet Kimbo. The former was a great energetic cute concept but was too short, only 45 seconds long, and the latter would have made a great sore thumb song, but I wanted to include more male artists on this playlist since because of gender roles, cute concepts tend to skew female. That being said, you know this playlist isn't done yet. It's time to spin the wheel of segments. And this week's segment is... B-Side Spotlight. In B-Side Spotlight, I take a look at an underrated B-Side track by an obscenely popular group. Today we'll be looking at Hope Not off of Blackpink's Kill This Love EP, the official YouTube upload of which has over 3 million views. That's a lot more than any of the songs we usually cover, but comparing it to Blackpink's other B-sides, of which there aren't a lot, it appears to currently have the least views. The entire instrumental features a warm, strummed guitar and deep bass, not even any drums actually, with the members of Blackpink singing bittersweetly and reflectively on top. It's a very vulnerable, emotional, and stripped-down song, which is very different from Blackpink's usual butt-kicking, heavily-produced style. I think that this change in style is what keeps many would-be listeners away from this song, which is really frustrating to witness. After all, Blackpink is often criticized for sticking too closely to a particular formula, especially between releases of Doo 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 Doo, Kill This Love, and How You Like That. Meanwhile, this variety is shoved to the sidelines. There are two groups of people I recommend Hope Not To. The first is perhaps the most obvious. People who enjoy the slower, more ballad-esque releases by groups with more aggressive concepts. Of course, the most obvious example in this case is people who really liked Stay by Blackpink, myself included. 
but this also applies to people who say loved goodbye by 21, or even cold rain by 4minute or where are you by CLC. But I'd also recommend this song to people who don't like Blackpink specifically because they think all their music sounds the same. I'm fully of the opinion that nobody is required to like the same groups as me. Honestly, trying to force people to like things can get real toxic real fast, but when their dislike is based on misinformation, I'd say it totally makes sense to show people more information so they can come to a more informed decision. So if you know someone who likes a good old-fashioned concept change, or dislikes the lack of one, definitely send Hope Not their way. I think it'll be quite eye-opening. And with that, we end episode 6 of Primem's Playlist Season 2. If you enjoyed this episode, check out the original songs at bit.ly slash pmp underscore s2e6, all letters capital, all numbers numerals. And if you'd like to support this podcast, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and if you really want to go above and beyond, donate to our Patreon page. $3 a month for shoutouts and early playlist access, $5 to request a song for me to review. Links to those can be found at linktr.ee slash P-R-I-M-M-S-P-L-A-Y-L-I-S-T. Thanks for jamming with me today. <laughs>